In all you're getting, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Through wisdom is a house built. And by understanding, it is established. Join, Join Apostle Joshua Selman of Eternity Network International as he takes you on a journey into the wisdom of God's Word. It's intimacy. It's partnership. It's fellowship. This is Koinonia. Someone to go and take the land. I have the call and I see the need. He sang this song and for me it, it represents the teaching tonight. I just want him to sing it. It's his song. Um, it's part of his single and I want him to just minister as the song says ready to go. It's a challenge to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I see the need 
But I don't feel strong enough for this But the kingdoms of the world Must become the kingdoms of the Lord So take me, break me Fix me, Lord, and make me ready to go Become the kingdoms of the Lord. So take me, break me, fix me, Lord, and make me say, ready to go, ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. Just like your battle axe, Lord, sharpen my edges and make me useful for you so I can be ministers are ready we will begin to release them as arrows to the world many of you will wonder why we have such great talents and they are just still in the school of the spirit there is a standard we want to lift hallelujah and when when God grants us access like arrows in the quiver of a man one by one they will go to the nations of the earth this is just one of the songs ready to go ready to go ready to go very simple song i am ready to go hallelujah the first time i heard the song i said that's right this these are not songs to look for money with these are songs that direct the army of god hallelujah powerful song says there is a call there is a need for someone to go and take the land he said i have the call and i see the need but i do not think i'm strong enough but there is a prophecy that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms 
kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. And so take me on account of this prophecy. Use me and make me ready to go. Jeremiah 51. Ready to go. Oh. Ready to go. You'll come up and sing it again later on. Ready to go. It's a very powerful. If you've not heard it, you can get it from him or the media people after the meeting. Powerful single. Musically sound. Prophetically sound. This is what we're releasing. Songs of the Spirit. I just sense that that is the song that describes what I'm about to teach tonight. We're rounding up the series and we'll pray tonight. Verse 20. Hallelujah. Want to read? For with thee I will break in pieces the nations. And with thee I will destroy kingdoms. Verse 21. And with thee I will break in pieces the horse and his rider. And with thee I will break in pieces the chariots and his rider. Lord, speak to us tonight. We're ready to go. Ready to go. We're ready to go. There is a call, there is a need for someone to go and take the land. I have the call and we see the need, but we don't feel strong enough for this. But the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of the Lord. So take us. Break us, break us, and make us ready to go, ready to go. that we are available as prophecy draws near and that which has been spoken from the mouth of the prophets cries for fulfillment we declare that you find the people ready to go in the name of Jesus sharpen us O God let our tears not stop you let our limitations and the pain that comes with wearing this flesh not stop us we pray that you advance in your dealings in our lives until we become an object of praise your battle acts indeed we give you the praise and the glory in the name of Jesus Christ God bless you walk to 10 people and tell them I'm ready to go Hallelujah. Good evening, everybody. 
We started a series called The Emergence. A series that attempts to prepare us for the inevitable manifestation of the church. We have seen the signs and we have read the writings on the wall that the season is near. We are more than ever before in the heart of prophecy as a congregation of God's people. And it is very important as you will be learning today that there will be a sharpening, a dealing volume, please. There will be a building of the spirit. And this is my passion. God is going somewhere with us as we travel around this nation strengthening the body of Christ and contributing our quota to the building of this army. I see how possible this prophecy is. Day in, day out, week in, week out. I see that the spirit of God is strong upon this nation. Hallelujah. And we will not fail him. Hallelujah. I assure you that the church will not fail. Because Christ himself will build the church. Hallelujah. So we spoke first and foremost about the prophecy. How that there is a prophecy upon the church. Many prophecies scattered in scripture. How that there will be an emergence of the body of Christ. And um, Micah chapter 4 talks about the mountain of the Lord being lifted above every other mountain. Obadiah 1.21 says, Saviors shall arise from Zion and they will judge the mount of Esau. Hallelujah. Revelations 10 begins to tell us how that the kingdoms of this world where this song is. I think that this should be the, the theme song for this, this series. Hallelujah. And so there is a prophecy upon the church. A prophecy that announces the emergence of the church and the inevitable doom of Babylon. Last week we considered Babylon, the concept of the Antichrist system. Please listen to me. I want you to pay attention to this series because it represents the foundation of what the church is alive for right now. There are certain messages that if a preacher is not preaching in this day and in this season, it is a sign that he is not in touch with spiritual reality. Hallelujah. The Bible says the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the time and they knew what Israel ought to do. So we are not just bringing this as a... Can you help us? We are not just bringing this as a... a teaching just to keep time going it is very prophetic i want to do a quick recap on last week's message i'll try to be as simple because the goal is understanding not just to impress you with revelations i want us to understand this is the heart of the contention of the christian faith please let me have two people no don't worry pastor femi you can sit down any two people one here one here God bless you. Hallelujah. The entire scope of the Christian experience is about the contention of two kingdoms, two governments, 
two entities and humanity is the object of attention on one side there is a creator who is at the same time a king and a loving father who has manipulated history and has orchestrated eternity according to his predeterminate counsel and there is a kingdom a system a government an agenda a strategy masterminded by this entity once called lucifer one who has made himself the arch enemy of the agenda of god are you following what i'm saying now and humanity through civilization and as we have evolved as sociological beings have been shrouded from the reality that all there is to the existence of mankind as far as our dispensation is attempting to define is who truly owns the allegiance of mankind are you getting what i'm saying it doesn't matter how many years you spend educating yourself it doesn't matter any other thing you do this is the prime the apex of this god committed all of his authority and his glory to one of these men so that through dominion and reproduction the influence of his government will fill this territory of his kingdom and by treason and deception man through the woman handed the authority the government the authority to order and structure the earth to satan lucifer and on the strength of that authority he has gone to cause havoc upon the nations it is for this purpose that jesus came he didn't just come to take us to heaven he didn't just come to birth a religion he didn't just come to make us christians he came as a sacrifice part of the legal procedures that will bring back man and humanity to his original blueprint and that happened at the expense of his blood it happened at the expense of his glory it happened at the expense of his life hallelujah and then in spite of the death of christ that has granted us access to now willfully declare our allegiance to his majesty through deception and witchcraft and manipulation of spiritual laws and the working of evil upon the mindset of people there is still a refusal from the kingdom of darkness to subscribe to what christ has done although the price has been paid although access has been given to us but because he made us free moral agents it will be unscriptural and against his character to impose his dominion upon us so he gives us his spirit to explain to us the reality of his agenda that by understanding his agenda we will see that he's not just a dictator who wants the allegiance of humanity but also a father who seeks to raise a family that can have a relationship hallelujah and all through the years the one gospel that hell has attacked most is the gospel of the kingdom an unveiling of the blueprint 
of God's intention, the prophecy for the nations, an unveiling of this system that has masqueraded itself and evolved together with civilization as we grew as mankind, the system grew with us. Hallelujah. And today, this system has, like an octopus, spread its influence across the strata of human existence. It has been the fabric of civilization. The ideas and the ideologies from this system has shaped our understanding of humanity. But there is still a cry that the kingdoms of this world must become the kingdom of our God for many reasons number one because the earth is the Lord's number two because the price has been paid number three because God is sovereign and the almighty these attributes of God are the factors that give us the impetus to contribute our quota to seeing this agenda come to pass listen to me if you live your life never understanding that this is the summary of our Christian experience an antichrist system a system that was intentionally built and the purpose is to create a platform where rebellion against God will become an institution not just an act the same way corruption can be institutionalized that's how this system of Babylon at the heart of the agenda of the Antichrist system is to build a structure where rebellion becomes an institution that means it no longer it becomes an unconscious act that mankind by default will walk in rebellion against the government of God and listen there is a prophecy Babylon the great this system will fall and I began to tell us last week explaining to us the operation of this system that the way this system works is that it keeps in itself all of the things that represent value for mankind and then it will only ask you for one thing. Bow down to me and I will open the gates. Bow down to me and I will open the gates of marriage. Bow down to me and I will open the gates of politics and government. Bow down to me and I will open the gates of music and influence. And I reveal to us the reason why the media and especially the music industry is gaining ascendance. Is a spiritual law because every time the allegiance of a people would be declared to a king music will precede it right in Daniel chapter 2 and 3 when you begin to read what happened to the three Hebrew boys it says when you begin to hear the pipe and the horns the moment you begin to hear musical sounds what will you do let the whole land bow down to a graven image notice hold on let me explain something do you see the strategy of babylon 
Nebuchadnezzar never said bow down to me, but he created an image of him. Are you getting my point? He created an image of himself and dropped it and he said, don't worry, if I say bow down to me, it may look deceptive. So bow down to the image. I told you that the goal of Babylon is to bow down to any other thing aside from the Christ. So you may say, I'm not bowing to Satan, but whatever else you bow down to outside of the Christ is him. Including ministry. Including anointing. As spiritual as they are, the seat of the Christian experience is not the anointing. It's not ministry. The seat of the Christian experience is not even Bible. The seat of the Christian experience is Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. He is the object. Everything revolves around him. Jesus at the center of it all. That's how it is done. Jesus at the center of it all. Listen. This antichrist system has built different statues and has placed it all around. Right? And so what happens is through witchcraft and some level of intelligence that are superhuman, they seem to hoard the wealth of the world and then they begin to manipulate policies that will compel men to bow to the dictates, the speakings of the beast. Are you getting what I'm saying? And today, listen to me, I bring you a very sad news that a major part of humanity, please don't stop the strings, just play the strings. A major part of humanity are bowing down to Satan through many formats. Pastors are bowing down. Celebrities are bowing down. Students are bowing down. Workers are bowing down. So many people, poor people are bowing down. Wealthy people are bowing down. But because the system has masqueraded itself in secrecy, we do not really see the object of our allegiance. But the apostolic and the prophetic spirit comes to unveil the deception and reveal to the body that there is only one Lord. There is only one faith. There is only one baptism. This antichrist system has assumed different names, different bodies, different platforms, being deceived by themselves. Satan has even among them Satan has orchestrated deception so that it looks like they are fighting themselves but the truth is that they are all a team is the extent of the deception and the name that that body will assume before the return of Christ is the new world order a structure and a system that attempts to unify humanity under one umbrella the question is what is the umbrella are you interested in what i'm saying tonight i'm just doing a recap of last week's message one umbrella and so the united nations now unites all of the nations and then the african union all of these are formations of the tower of babel 
they are already the foundations of the rebuilding of that godless system genesis 11 replaying itself again listen i want you to forgive me because i i really would have played some documentaries hallelujah i would have shown you documentaries where aliens what you call foreign bodies or whatever it is you want to use how they have assisted the technology of mankind until now some of the super intelligent inventions that have happened that we credited to the wisdom of men was as a result of secret meetings and fraternities with demonic entities we will supply you a level of superior intelligence that will help to accelerate this agenda you will make money in the process but there is a deal and they never reveal the other side of the deal if i if i'm in a covenant with you the benefit is mutual we have seen what these demonic alien bodies have supplied to humanity but we have not seen what we pledge to them and it is happening fast now don't you ever say this does not concern you because very soon you will see how that the media and every aspect of human existence has been polluted and corrupted it used to be in secret but right now they have laid sufficient foundations and according to their structure like the titanic they are convinced that it will not crash so they are now coming in the open we are the ones we hold the power we hold the authority we hold your daily bread we hold the keys to your relevance we can shut your universities and open them when we want to we can shut the doors of wealth if we want to we can declare war in a nation if we want to you are seeing the formation of the antichrist government you better listen to this because you have confessed all your life that you will not die the meaning of that is you will be alive as you are right now you will see that formation but the parts they do not understand is that there is an army hmm. i'm telling you every time i say this i feel excited there is an army see do you know how many centuries it took for satan to build this system to this level of sophistication there were times when the body of christ the church of god in the earth was so strong they would not even allow an iota of the antichrist system what the devil did was to sacrifice that generation and go for the ones to come are you getting my point he waited decades for the generation of the fathers that truly had reverence what he did was he led them through deception to be so occupied with ministry and revivals that they never paid attention to the generation coming are you getting what i'm saying so they were busy doing what they believed to be kingdom advancement and the devil started bringing messages that made them believe that jesus would come in their time so they felt there was no need to raise the younger generation because after all right what i'm telling you is something that happened in the maybe 30s 40s they said jesus would come certain heretic teachings started mixing up with revivals and they said jesus is coming there's no need teaching the younger generation and so at a point there was a period and a dispensation of time where the precepts of god was not handed over to the generation
and then there were others that came in the 60s and 70s god's generals as we know and yet the devil kept quiet what he did was he started attacking those who are now the presidents of the nations he started following them when they were children when others said they are young just leave them what will they know and the devil said let's make this a 60 70 80 100 year project and all the reverends who serve god died and they buried them right all the mothers who will not hear a child say stupid or something they will beat his mouth american or no american the devil said let's be patient we can't stop them but they can't they will die so let's be patient until they die look at me satan can be patient he can wait for a whole generation to pass while the this generation right now that are perpetuating how old are they most of the people who are the envoys of darkness especially in the music ministry <laughs> sorry in music what music industry they are not up to 30. i hope you know that it was a secret thing right now there are shows where people come and identify celebrities from childhood is that so that's the strategy of the devil they identify them talent horns if you are not talented you are not needed in the rebuilding of babylon see that so you come and sing and, and you sing as if you are talking they shift you one side and they find the bright ones and then they give them some money and their broke parents say go we believe in what god is doing through you and now they sign contracts and they say look you are a machine if we did not tell you know it now you are not a human being you are a machine what does a machine do perfect obedience you own it it remains until you off it it does not off by its initiative we will give you money we will put you on the scene so that you will use your influence to attract others but behind the scene you have sold your soul are you getting what i'm saying now and when the devil realized that there were men and women of god who were noticing that something was wrong he quickly manipulated the economy so that poverty becomes a serious issue and then they stop looking and they say let's handle this issue and taught them wrong principles so that they will use the entire lifetime looking for money and not turn and say something is wrong there must be a correction are you getting what i'm saying everybody say babylon the antichrist system will fall say one more time babylon the antichrist system will fall this is the reason why somebody will go for a meeting abroad and come back and just look at your god-fearing mother and orchestrate a scandal that has no head and tail and fire them from the company immediately they are fired somebody comes in and now he says now we are the top members of the cabinet we represent the future of this company and we pledge our allegiance to the same deity right gradually jesus was taken out of media they still left god not if you if you bring in jesus there is trouble they knew that if they take jesus god you can leave angels you can leave god you can leave seraphs and cherubims they remove jesus the center of everything 
later on they started attacking god right and then when the grace message began to be exaggerated they leveraged on the exaggeration to remove the ten commandments they say after all you hear what you are saying you don't need it let's get it out but it was not about the object as it is about the person that was choking darkness notice this they never said don't stop serving jesus they started taking away emblems and things that represented the presence of the christ in a territory listen there is a reason why things are documented archaeology is a spiritual thing it's not there is men will lose touch with reality if there are no structures and monuments to remind them these things are not they are not some you know this is the exaggeration now, of course i believe in the the message of grace don't get me wrong but i'm saying benihin and and and, and sidrot calls it the hyper grace message when it is pushed out of the boundary right there are monuments that have choked the design of this antichrist system certain emblems of the spirit upon currencies upon lands churches that were built where revivals happen every time you want to build an antichrist system when you see these monuments they they represent the presence of god in territories and right now they are breaking them down in the name of excavations in the name of westernizations they are breaking they are cutting humanity away from the history of godliness right they have manipulated laws such that if you have a child like this our dear lady right now she can decide to tell her mother that she wants to get married this baby and if you take her to court be sure you will lose because that's the kind of agenda they want in two days they would have set up a website stopoppressingchildren.com right and they manipulate a news a demonic nigerian mother violates the human rights of her daughter the antichrist system is hungry for scandals a man of god does something now i'm not i'm not endorsing scandals but something happened maybe he fell you know into all kinds of things and they just they just magnify it they use his worst picture right they use a nice watch like i'm wearing now and say the ones who eat our money and sleep with our ladies caption run down the ministry and do everything they think it's a perpetuation of civilization but what is happening hear me what is happening behind the scene is an advancement of the antichrist system because a day will come they will now start probing into sunday and say based on what do believers gather on sunday right gradually they won't attack it now it's too early they will build foundations and one day they will now say no church will operate until they are licensed by the government and they will set question and answer for men of god based on theology oh yes oh yes it will happen and say you must be certified by the state to be a preacher is that true and you must be registered with the government and the government will pay you your salary and what that means is according to the way you dance to their dictates notice oh please just pay attention this is a background we have not started today's teaching i want to land this series with something heavy this night hallelujah 
then they will give pastors uniform if it's not blue and black suit you cannot preach so that if i am poor and i cannot afford a thousand dollars versace what does that mean the message will not pass are you getting what i'm saying and then they will now reduce our service time to 45 minutes because they have they have interpreted the church as a nuisance to society the average american will tell you the church is a nuisance they will say all they are doing is raising money and then in the fear of that churches have become welfare organizations just to validate the offerings that have been given and so a pastor comes and says we are revealing the love of jesus we are caring for the hurting look let me tell you straight to the point without ambiguity caring for the poor and the fatherless is part of the nature of god and is incorporated as part of the gospel but if that is what we think is kingdom advancement we are joking notice that all the ministries especially outside of this country whose agenda is all about caring for the poor and hurting receive an applause from people they say yes just stay there nothing more no controversial teachings care for the poor and then you see one godless man partners with them and says i'm giving you a million dollars feed the hungry and all of that you think that's what god asks us to come and do here just come and keep feeding hungry people you see that i'm showing you babylon masquerading itself and so they say you're a pastor ten thousand members we feed the hungry our church is open once you're hungry just make your way jesus died after all what are the offerings for now look let me tell you fear has made a lot of men of god to dance to these things but it's a corruption of the strategy it is still babylon babylon is making such bold advancements right bold advancements look at musics that are being played and in those musics jesus is acted as a slave there are all kinds of and they act they act music and they put crown and mock jesus and people buy the albums they sell millions per day but you raise a song and the company you want to promote you they will buy it and run you down and sell it back to another look let me tell you church i want you to wake up there is a call there is a need for someone to go and take the land we have the call and we see the need we don't feel strong enough for this but the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of the lord so take us break us make us release us we're ready to go we are ready to go ready to go ready to go sing one time with me i'm ready to go ready to go ready to go Anything and do anything that attacks.
tax this government and the first thing they will do to you is to try to stamp you down but if they find out that you are operating by an a, by a principle that is higher than their wisdom the next strategy is to negotiate with you they say after all we are not enemies it's just different sides of god why fight it is true we all believe in jesus but the question is as what as what i can believe in sam but as what it's not just to believe in jesus there is something about him you must believe so you see, the world is saying, no, 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 come on, you guys are fighting. We all believe in Jesus. But the question is, as what? Because they want you to settle and say, we are all believers. We are family. Hold my hands. We are one. Right? One big family. The sun just exploded and vomited all of us. It's just that we are, we are so old, we don't know ourselves. So we are one big family. I need you to survive. The question I have for you is we all believe in Jesus as what? Right now, even preachers cannot say Jesus because it's offensive. So they say God. Exactly, they are walking based on the mapping of Babylon. Because it's easy to turn God into anything. God is a bottle of minerals to some people. Fanta, right? God is a beautiful lady to somebody. God is a fish. I have a picture um, on my system. A woman that lay down with her sweetheart. Sardine. Sardine. Fish. Fish. Sardine. Right? Lay down. No, I have it. The woman lay down in such atmosphere of love and romance. And the fish was there lying down. That can be God. And you have no right a system has been created that you have no right to probe it. Are you getting me? Very soon they will teach our children that there is no male and female. So a child of seven years will see you and say, good afternoon, ma. If you don't answer, they will take you to court. Because they will now say, what is the basis of male and female? Are you getting what I'm saying? Behold the emergence of Babylon. We are distracted trying to be emojis. We are distracted building ministries and cathedrals. And Babylon is flourishing effortlessly. But in the name of Jesus, there is only one resistance to this agenda. It is called the Ecclesia. God's apostolic and prophetic strategy. And tonight, very briefly, I'm going to be unveiling to us what the church really is, what our mission is in the earth, and the strategy for the execution of this project. God bless you guys. Please sit down. Write this word down. Ecclesia. E-double-K-L-E-S-I-A. E-double-K. L-E-S-I-A Ecclesia The first mention of this word Theologically speaking Is in Matthew 16 verse 18 When Jesus says um, Upon this rock I will build my Ecclesia Right? I will build my church I will build 
I will not contract it. I will build my church. And it says the gates of hell shall not prevail. That means I will build it and put in it resistant components such that no matter the assault of the gates of hell, it will not prevail. Say amen. So the church was designed to succeed and it will not fail in the name of Jesus Christ. The church is not just a congregation of people. Watch this. The church is not just koinonia, one ministry, this ministry, led by a general overseer or superintendent or priest or, or apostle or prophet or whatever it is. No, no. That's not the scope of the understanding of the church. The first understanding of the church I want you to have is that the church is God's strategy for kingdom advancement. The church is God's strategy. It is a strategy, not just a people. It's a formula. The church, the ecclesia, is a spiritual strategy. God himself designed that strategy. He died to raise that church, that ecclesia, that will judge the powers of darkness, that will restore the ordinances of the kingdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? Everybody say the church. Number two. The church is an institution. The only institution in the earth where the agenda, the blueprint, and the strategy for kingdom advancement is supposed to be taught, understood, explained. The church is an institution. The only institution commissioned by God himself as the center for kingdom advancement. The prophetic and apostolic platform where men are made to understand the precepts of the kingdom. Where the history of the dealings of God with man. Where his blueprint, where the speakings of God to the nations will come about through. Are you getting blessed? And then number three, the church is also the name given to the people, the congregation, the individuals who will carry out this agenda, this mandate, this assignment of kingdom advance. So the church is a strategy. The church is an institution. And the church is the collection of the people. If you do not understand this about church, you're going to church on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is only religion. Right now we go to churches. We go to church on Sunday, on Friday, on Wednesday. All kinds of activities. Yet the average believer in Nigeria does not even know why the church is there. The church is a strategy. Say after me, the church is a strategy. The church is an institution. The church represents a people. 
God's own people, the body of Christ, the battle axe that he will use to terrorize the gates of hell. It's very, very important. Jeremiah 51 verse 20 tells us, he said, thou, he was speaking about the church. The church is my battle axe. Like a man going for war and he holds the tool that he will use to fight. And God says, the church is the tool I am holding. You are my battle axe. You are my weapons of war. I will use you to break in pieces this system. I will use you to crumble this system. This godless antichrist system. Listen. Our generation will not be the first to crumble the antichrist system. It has been crumbled again through history. So don't you say it's impossible. Remember in the days of Noah. What happened? God used a family as a type of the church. Noah, right? He, create, he revealed a strategy through that man. They became an institution that brought the animals to safety and judgment was declared and Babylon fell. Is that true? We see again Elijah the Tishbite alongside the 7,000 prophets under the custody of Obadiah. Right? How that they judged the altars of darkness. They slew all the prophets of Baal. Fire came from heaven and consumed it. Is that true? And there have been many other instances of the victory of the church. So I want you to know that the church was designed to win. The only difference is that our generation will culminate the last victory that will usher the king. Let our king be lifted up. Oh, this is the song uh, we will lift up the king like a trophy our generation will do it at the end of all things we will look at ourselves and say Jesus you be lifted high higher above UN above the African Union by a system that has not yet been revealed Jesus, you be lifted higher, higher, be lifted higher. Jesus, you be lifted higher, higher, be lifted higher. Just sing it one time. Jesus, you be lifted higher. That's the prophecy that is upon our generation. Listen, that is the prophecy that is upon every single one of us. Whether you realize it or not, our generation will return the King of Kings. We will prove to Babylon that Jesus lives. We will sing those songs of victory at the end. When all this is done, the Bible tells us, Babylon the great is falling. The kings will stand as they watch this city born in one hour. It will be a speedy walk by the church. The kings will watch their wife, Jezebel, in ashes. As the church begins to sing the songs of victory, 
we will exit out of this earth as a victorious church are you hearing what i'm saying we're not living as some fearful people saying ah thank god no 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 not just people who they have slaughtered here and there with the sword and we say we survive uh -uh. there will be a flawless contention of the church it will happen for a very short time and then we will hear that trumpet our king the captain of this army he will appear we will stand in the golden city in the new jerusalem and our tears and all our sorrows will be no more we will sing with the host of heaven and cry holy is the lamb holy 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 is the lamb this is what will happen this is what will happen but before it happens we have a strategy the church the ecclesia is a strategy it's an institution and is a people oh i see this countless times in the vision of the lord there's an army rising up there's an army rising up yeah. There's an army rising up. They will break every chain, break every chain. Listen, Judges chapter 6. Don't turn there. An angel appears to a weak man called Gideon and says, Oh, thou mighty man of fellow. And Gideon says, No. Don't call me a mighty man. Babylon has taken over. The Midianites have invaded the system. I am the least, the last born. And even in my father's tribe, I am. He said, don't worry. I am not looking for your strategy. There is a plan. Just be available. While that was happening, the Midianites were enjoying the show. There was no way they would have imagined that Gideon and 300 men will bring justice. Gideon he said if you claim the revival is coming where is the anointing where is the mantle that our fathers had because they had something that made them do what they did right now don't talk to me please when Beyonce and Jay-Z and all of these people are invading the systems when right now you must bow down directly right when all the godless people are the billionaires in the world leave me alone that was a type of our generation and the angel called him by the future not the past he called a man who was hiding like the church hiding so that they will not criticize me hiding so that my church will grow hiding so that i will attract money from government but the angel said oh thou mighty man of fellow one time a little boy running from the wilderness to bring food for his brothers and he saw a beast roaring called goliath of god and the israelites were chickening out and he said who is this uncircumcised philistine there's an army rising up. 
it has happened before. There's an army rising. Listen, when Gideon mobilized the army, just like God is using us to mobilize an army, everybody was shouting, but some were still afraid. They were wondering, will it happen? And at a point, God said, Kai, I want to do mighty things. There's so much unbelief. Separate them. Use water. The word. Let me see their response to the word to separate them. Those who give priority and address the word in a certain posture, may they qualify to lead the team. Only 300 men were found. And God said, Gideon, you are small, but do you believe that I can go with you? And Gideon said, let's go. Kingdoms rising against kingdoms. You will see small men. You will see ordinary men with an anointing that has never been seen. With an unction that has never been seen. With a dimension of wealth that has never been seen. It will happen. The church is rising. I told you the church is a strategy. And part of the things that will be given that church is the hidden wisdom of God. The Bible says that we speak this wisdom in a mystery. It's not just tongues. There is a strategy. The reason why it will not be revealed now is because we are not ready. When an army is ready, are you following me now? Joshua was angry and sad. Moses had died. And in Joshua chapter 1, he was, oh, thank God, his name is Joshua. Mm. Standing before 2.5 million people, full of fear and unbelief, a fortified city called Jericho. And the Lord said, don't mind what you are seeing while we look not at the things that are seen. Don't mind it. It looks too solid, but there is a strategy. I told you the church is a strategy. It's not that the church has it. The church itself is a strategy. And the Lord called Joshua and said, Moses, my servant is dead. He said, as I was with Moses, with the same anointing, as I was with Smith Wigglesworth, as I was with Maria Woodward Eater, with the same mantle, the same unction, I will be with you. He said, only be thou strong and of good courage. Only be thou strong. I'm sure the Israelites were in their camps just talking and saying, this young guy, he brought us here to kill us. And I can imagine angels moving around Jericho saying in seven days, Madeka Paladaba, in seven days, what you see as solid as it is, made from concrete and granite will become history. Because through faith we understand that the things that exist are held by an immaterial force. And when that force is manipulated, the things that are real will crumble. Our concept of reality has been altered. This looks solid, but by the word of the Lord, it will disintegrate as if it never existed. Hallelujah. And then Joshua encouraged the people, said stand strong. And then when they were ready, the Lord said, Joshua, come. Let me reveal to you the strategy. Here is the strategy for conquering Babylon in that dispensation. You will do stupid things. This is the strategy. Gather the priests. Where are the worshippers? Let them lead. And let me have the trumpets and the ancient instruments of worship. They may not make sense. He didn't say get a knife. Right? He didn't say go for war. He said, you don't worry. They would have said, uh-uh, 
our fathers went through the red sea he said no i have different types of strategy there are times i can tell you stand still there are other times i can say go around the mountain seven times it doesn't matter what strategy just know that there is always a strategy for every dispensation are you following what i'm saying now they went round, and i'm sure the people in jericho were just looking and laughing five chariots could stand on the fence of jericho meaning even if it falls it becomes another fence and while they were moving with all kinds of fear having the readiness to judge every disobedience when your obedience is complete and on the seventh day in all kinds of fear god called joshua again and he said son this day i will exalt you among the people this day all that you have said will come to pass and joshua said we will go around seven times and at the seventh time the strategy is called tehillah it's a mystery shout it's a shout where the instruments and the voices of men coincide it activates a lord these men do not know in the spirit and at the seventh time that apostle stood and said shout and as they shouted tatayaba. i'm sure those people were surprised when the earth opened up it was a sound that caused the earth to open up and it swallowed that fence except the partition of rahab in one hour jericho that great city that made a boast against the god of israel in one hour babylon is falling listen if you do not know god your heart will fail to ever think a revival will come upon the earth because babylon is a noisy system it makes noise they have insulted the church of the lord jesus christ did you hear what they said when they fired the missile to israel they said their god caused a wind to blow the missile you fire a missile a mystery wind shifts it from a nation to the sea that's a foretaste of the present power of the kingdom man that act has kept the nation in silence for a while you fire a missile well targeted with superior technology in the air brothers and sisters the israelites were just moving around and say you don't know abraham that's why you are doing this nonsense you don't know our father you don't know the covenant upon which we are standing and brothers and sisters the same wind that blew the red sea i'm telling you what has happened in our day a wind blew it away there is a strategy it is they that know their god that shall be strong if you don't know your god you will be weak those witches and wizards will look at your family let me bring it down and look at you and vow pray and fast they will tell you nothing will rise but when you get the strategy you will see how cheap he is don't you think your prayer and coming maybe if i'm talking of nations nations there does not just mean america and the rest your territory look at the speakings of the beast in our homes a herbalist gets up and tells you i killed your father are you hearing me and i'm going to do the same thing and he goes back to sleep you are crying because there is no strategy let god give you what will make that man not sleep pharaoh 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 himself that wizard called pharaoh he refused to let israel go and god said that's right you touch my son i touch your son 
and he killed his firstborn the very future of Israel of Egypt listen do you know why Egypt prospered Egypt prospered because of a blessed man called Joseph the moment he died they forgot the God and the blessing and the covenant that brought them into that state and when he said let my people go it was hunger that brought them to Egypt right hunger is still bringing men to Egypt it was hunger and famine that brought them to become slaves is God speaking to us the Lord revealed to me certain things and I'll just share two of them and then we'll pray what is kingdom advancement let me teach you tonight what kingdom advancement is many times we collect offering in church and say Lord let this be used for the advancement of your kingdom and the preacher who is saying it does not even understand what he's saying what does it mean to advance the kingdom number one kingdom advancement involves submitting to the person of Jesus Christ Acts chapter 2 from verse 37 to 38 when Peter preached they said men and brethren what should we do he says repent right and believe okay I thought it's projected that scripture believe in the Lord Jesus Christ repent listen there is no kingdom advancement when a person does not submit notice my choice of words I didn't say match out and say Lord Jesus Lord Jesus I confess you I confess you no 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 kingdom advancement is when you submit you submit your entire life it's not enough for Jesus to become Savior he must become Lord and he must become King these dimensions must be experienced it says believe every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ look let me tell you we have a seeker friendly generation that is very ashamed of letting people know that the heart of the Christian experience is not just repenting and coming for an altar call and you say in five years I've saved two million people to what degree have they submitted to Jesus Christ not God not God not God Jesus the son of the living God I believe in God I believe in God I believe in a bottle of minerals I believe in one idol no it's not just God Jesus the Christ not the footballer not the actor in Mexico Jesus the Christ the son of the living God it is important that the beginning of the structure of your Christian experience how many people do we have in our churches we have never probed into the sincerity of their decision to submit to the government of God there are elders in church right deacons pastors bishops apostles who obviously do not submit to the government of Christ they have verbalized Lord Jesus come into my heart forgive my sins but their life they have not taken advantage of the grace and the substitutionary work of Christ and the grace that it supplies the centurion said for I am a man under authority K 
kingdom advancement hear me first start in your life when you submit to the lordship of jesus in totality our christianity is not rich because we have declared but we have not submitted that's the revelation behind the baptism comes from the word baptizo it means to be partially or totally immersed in a flood such that you look at the man and you cannot see him again only the fluid that he's in is a type of being baptized into the authority the name and the government of the christ say amen listen this is very important this is the beginning the foundation don't confuse this this is the foundation of kingdom advancement submitting to jesus christ not god jesus the christ the son of the living god jesus son of god i believe in Sing it one more time. Jesus, Son of God, I believe in you. I believe in you. Say after me, I believe in Jesus. Say it, I believe in Jesus. I believe he is the Son of the living God. I believe he is my Lord. I believe he's my savior. Listen. When you go back this week, I want you to examine not just that you believe in Jesus, but what you believe about him. Don't let seeker friendly messages just tell you just believe in him. Right? Jesus, or say, God, I love you. Help me to love you. Help me to feed the hungry. Help me to greet prisoners. That's not salvation. You are not born again. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Charity is not the pathway to salvation. It is good. We do it as a ministry. Hallelujah. Number two. Kingdom advancement involves bringing nations and territories to submit to Jesus Christ. Bringing nations and territories to submit to Jesus Christ and subscribe to his principles. So that experience that has happened to you, submission to the person, not just the principles, the person. There are people who have submitted to the principles of Jesus Christ. They are getting rich by it. They are being saved by it. There are unbelievers who don't love Jesus, but they tight. They connect to the law of seed time and harvest, and the heavens are opening. They are rich, but they are going to hell. You must bring nations to submit first to the person before the principles. Never ignore introducing men to that person, not just as a cruel king, but as a savior as lord as king jesus said no man comes to the father except through me he said i am the way not one of them definite article i am the way 
So all of that gospel of universalism, many ways to Jesus, many ways to the Father, right? No. It says, the sheep, or how did he put it? It enters through the door, right? I am the door. Every other man is a window. Listen. Part of the call of the ecclesia is by the agency of the spirit to compel nations, hear me, not to feed the hungry. That's not our priority. It is part of the package but it is not our priority. If no one has told you, Joshua Selman is telling you tonight, listen to me, that kingdom, the core of kingdom advancement is bringing nations and territories, not just to the government of heaven, introducing them to the person of Christ. That word government can be deceptive because someone can be among the people of God, tight like them, speak like them but not know their God right Christianity brings you into a relationship we want those nations to experience that there is a God who is not just an idol to be bowed to alone but a loving person that can be experienced this is what the fathers lived and they died for they brought a generation into an encounter not a man I was studying about the Welch Revival and I, I watched, I watched a, a documentary on it and all through while the documentary was playing tears were coming down from my eyes. I saw the picture of that man Evan Roberts. A man who was mightily empowered of the spirit. He did. Men will read about the revival in newspapers and from the newspaper an anointing will break out. Railway factory workers people who fetch coal to put right people who were miners they started prayer meetings the fire of god broke out in all these mining places there's gonna be a great awakening there's gonna be a great revival in our land there's gonna be a great awakening and everyone who calls on jesus there will be saved can we sing it just one time there's gonna be there will be a great awakening pioneered by nigeria Pioneered by Africa, a revelation of the person of the Christ to the nations. There's gonna be and everyone. Yesterday we were in Joss. I went to minister in a meeting called the Feast of Incense. And there were all kinds of people there. You know, um, some of the armor bearers of Prophet Chuck Pierce. Many of you may know him. Chuck Pierce, one of the notable prophets around the world. And some of the people came. There were a number of people. 
um, Apostle Pell Kupe, a number of great seasoned men and women of God. And I came, I shared, after I shared for 30 minutes, the moment I was done, one of the armor bearers of Chuck Pierce, they were there and they asked me not to go. And he came and they took a mantle, Chuck Pierce's own very mantle, and they brought it and they began to prophesy. The things that the Lord was showing them about me and the revivals that would come. I'm not talking about myself. I'm just using this as and they were all there. We were there together. And while they began to prophesy and speak. Hallelujah. I stood there listening to them and I knew that this was. God is transferring mantles from region to region. And after everything, they just gave me the mantle. They said, it's yours. Go with it. Yesterday in the night, I took it out and I said, Lord. What is this? What, what is the meaning of this? Because I know that this is not just about a man. Carrying a mantle, what, what does that mean? And then the Lord began to reveal to me that this is part of the strategy of the revival that is coming. Lord, pour out your spirit on all the people of the earth let your sons and daughters speak your words of prophecy. Send us dreams and visions. Reveal the secrets of your heart. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, our faith is rising. Let creation see the coming of your name. There's gonna be a great awakening. It will happen in our lifetime. There's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be a great awakening. And everyone. They. Eight days from now, the election of Nigeria will start. For some of us, we have watched it like a movie. It's not for me to come and broadcast things, but we have seen it. Ah! There's gonna be a great awakening. There's gonna be a great revival in our land there's gonna be a great awakening so the prosperity the anointing, the influence, the PhD, and all of these things, they are all tools that are supposed to put you in a position 
where you should introduce your sphere to the person of Christ and to his principles. Look up. Let me balance an erroneous teaching about kingdom advancement. Have you heard of the teaching of takeover? Now let me balance it. Because I want you to know that what many preachers have preached called takeover is not what will happen. That is not what God is building right now is the spiritual dimension of his kingdom. This earth and this heaven will pass away. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Kingdom advancement is not the day when railways start working in Nigeria. Right? And all of a sudden we build skyscrapers and we say, my goodness, this is the glory. That's not how it's going to happen. Our generation will not be the ones to bring that. That dimension of the operation of the kingdom will happen when Christ himself returns with his church and his feet touches the mount of Jerusalem. The center of the earth. He will reign for a thousand years in glory and majesty. And during that time, there will be a demonstration of peace as has never been seen. Listen to me. If your ambition about kingdom advancement is to make every Nigerian own a car, let me tell you the truth. Go and just go to Forbes Business School and after that join them in the crash of Babylon. That's not the ambition. The ambition is to build the formation of the person of Christ in individuals and nations first. Of course, if the person of Christ is embraced and his principles are adopted territorially, the earth will begin to respond to the excellency of those principles. But I want you to know that the focus of God right now upon the nations is to introduce the person of the Christ to individuals, to territories, and to nations. So, the seeker-friendly message of just going to buy toys for children, right? And then we give them toys and never tell them anything about Jesus. And as we give them toys, we kiss them. Mwah, mwah, mwah. All of them, they are going to hell if we do not present the person of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whether Guarantee Trust Bank partners with Eternity Network International to do a business sensitization exercise and help people who are suffering financially. Thank God for those initiatives. But my brother, if it does not culminate into a direct revelation and submission of the Christ, it is part of Babylon. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, many of you are shocked now because I've insulted your ambition about what you call kingdom takeover. So there are many gullible people. They are saying, oh, hallelujah, a time will come to pass when everybody in Nigeria will be driving a BMW. If that is the revelation you got, that was divination. Not the spirit of the Christ. The formation of kingdom advancement is spiritual. Everybody says spiritual. That's why we need miracles and signs and wonders. That's why we need the operation of the anointing. That's why we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Because for now, when his person is revealed to the nations to authorize his coming, because Jesus will not return when opportunity has not given to the nations to hear his voice and to willfully choose whether or otherwise they will subscribe to his government. He said this...
gospel of the kingdom shall be preached as a witness to all nations. After that, the end will come. Say amen. So listen to me. If God makes you a businessman, you are an envoy there to present the Christ first and then his principles. It doesn't matter in which order they come. The most important thing is that eventually the ideology of the Christ, listen, this issue of trying to blend into society with diplomacy, there is a level of your pursuit for God that diplomacy can no longer hold. Are you getting what I'm saying? It does not mean that you are in a corporate gathering, a business gathering, and you begin to express some kinds of fanatism. No, there is wisdom. But I'm telling you that eventually, the core of your ideology and belief must be let out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I believe in Jesus. I believe him as the son of God. And we will use everything as a tool. When we build the schools, it is because we are building Christ. Right? Very important. If all you do is build orphanage, almost every lady wants to build charity organization. The question I have is, do you just want to feed the hungry or give them the bread of life? We have many charity organizations with all kinds of people there. And Jesus is never presented to them. And the people come and we clap for them. We say, Madam, so, 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 and so, a humble woman. This is 15 years of active charity. She's a human activist. This is the trophy they give her. All of that is nonsense. It's still Babylon. If Christ is not at the center of our activity, I'm telling you without any ambiguity, you are part of the building of Babylon. So I desire to be a multi-billionaire. Why? Because kingdom advancement is capital intensive. Are you getting what I'm saying? It will require a dimension of funding that is selfless to be able to bring that agenda. So for the sake of thy house, I will desire your prosperity. If I want the anointing, the reason is so that the nations can see the manifestation of the glory of God in miracles and signs and wonders. When the eyes of the blind are open and the deaf hear and all kinds of things happen, the glory of Jesus is revealed to the nations to the end that his person will be embraced. Hallelujah. This is the assignment of the church to bring the nations to the lordship of Jesus Christ. To bring the nations, not just by sharing tracts and what we call evangelism. Because that strategy, I'm sorry to tell you, to a large extent will not bring a serious harvest. There is one strategy that the church has, has got to use and it's called influence. Influence, one word, influence. Influence in wealth, influence in grace, influence in government. Listen to me. Don't you let anybody tell you that you should not build a bank just because you are a Christian. Build it. Build it. If it is in the name of the Lord, it will be a tool. Don't let anybody tell you the anointing is not useful for kingdom advancement. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jesus himself is going to be lifted and glorified through our lives. I've told the Lord that for as long as I live, directly without any ambition Jesus will be glorified in my life hallelujah 
this is why I live. This is why I move. This is why I have my brain. I don't have so many plans. Every plan I ever bring is my contribution to seeing his kingdom come. That's what you should call purpose. Right? Say, so what is your purpose? To be great. For what? Say, so everybody in my family has, has refused to rise up. Me, I will break that chain. Yes. We want the chains broken, but to what effect? Just to prove a point that your father was a failure, your mother was a failure. No, sir. Jesus, you believed it higher. That's why we do all that we do. Higher. Believed it higher. Jesus, you believed it higher. In my life, Lord, higher. Believed it higher. That means if come these two ladies come and hold my hands if these ladies are beautiful and your beauty does not directly reflect the Christ let me tell you you are building Babylon are you getting what I'm saying if you are beautiful listen listen I'm showing you that everything okay, everything around your life must lead to exalting Jesus the Christ a guy looks at you and says, Ah, you are beautiful. And then he says, You are just laughing. Instead of you to remember immediately, I'm an envoy, I'm an ambassador. How can I take advantage of this opportunity? I'm not saying follow him home and say, Joshua, say, and say Go and preach. And, and land in trouble and it, it backfires on you. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying that, Are you that passionate? somebody brings out a bribe and says take and you hold the money and say i appreciate this but i want you to know that there is an agenda i am an agent of the advancement of this agenda this is five million mr man take your money and some of you are looking at me and say lie lie that part that part of the deal will happen later not now that i need money that's why you won't get it that's why you may not get it because god has seen your heart do you love God that much? Do you love God that much? Sisters, have you not seen that it was the beauty of Hadassah, Esther, that brought the salvation of the Jews? Have you not seen that a woman's beauty acted in an apostolic and a prophetic office? Have you not seen that the strength of a man called Samson brought grace? Have you not seen that the wisdom of a man called Bezalel helped in the building of the temple? What do you have that has not submitted to this agenda? Tonight, you must submit it. What do you have? Lord, I love you, but my job is for my stomach. My commitment in church, I'm a sanctuary keeper in the church, that's enough for you. But when it comes to this job, it's for me to chop. It must come under the government of Christ tonight. We are going to pray. Bless you. To yours, to yours, oh Lord. To yours, to yours, 
I went for a meeting and a very beautiful phone was given to me. People give me all kinds of gifts. And um, I remember last year when I met my elder sister, I told her about all the phones that come and how I really don't need them. I give people and my sister. I said, what is all that one? You know, you know, ladies, kingdom advance, eh, kingdom butter. Let's let the people enjoy as it's passing. You know, and so a phone was given to me I think it was last week or over the weekend and then I just I just felt like blessing my sister with it my younger sister now and I gave her the phone and she was very happy and I said how many people will die to hold this phone it was a gift but because we have an affinity to it say ah Lord I won't let it go not for nothing if you buy it yes if you have that kind of attitude you will never get the anointing. You will never get prosperity. You will never get grace. God will only give you what you can give him back. When you become a distribution channel and you say, Lord, let me be your treasurer upon the earth, you will see wealth that you cannot account for. I'm teaching you ancient secrets. God is looking for treasurers, men who will be custodians of the wealth of the kingdom. God is looking for men who he will deposit his glory and his anointing and his mantle upon them. But the problem is that what is meant for the building of the kingdom becomes our personal property. There is absolutely nothing in my life that I will lose sleep for this night. Nothing. That it left and I don't sleep. What? No. Have you come to that point in your life? Please listen to me. I'm just charging us so that we'll pray. Have you come to the point in your life where if that shirt is missing, you will fast for seven days and say it must come, it is mine. It was given to me. Right? There's a film I recommended for us to watch some time ago, Lord of the Rings. Right? See that guy, what's his name? That ugly thing, that creature. It died with what it wanted. Together, Babylon is falling. It held it even in death, that ring. It wanted it so badly, it died with it. That's what happens to anybody who loves things. There are people who love power. Oh God, I want anointing. You are fasted. But the reason is not for the building of his kingdom. The building is so that you will get an anointing. Some want prosperity. So that when you see poor people, you just come and say, see, this watch, I hope you are aware that uh, God can bless people. Where are you even from? If that is your concept of prosperity, it will be far from you. Tied your life. Nothing will change. To yours. To yours. Koinonia, hear me. Tonight, you must come to that point where you realize that everything in your life must respond to this agenda. This is the mystery of long life. Not just confessing. There is a way you're all. I want to marry. To what degree will your marriage see to it that his kingdom is built? That's why Hannah never got a child. She went to Shiloh crying, Lord, Penina is mocking me. And God said, it's too small a reason. And when Hannah changed her motive, 
she said oh lord you need a prophet to judge israel let my womb carry that prophet that prophet will directly support you she didn't pray twice once and the answer came there are many of us until you tell god what that marriage will be lord a rich man hey a rich man god says i don't have a problem but how is it going to influence the kingdom because i told you the gates will never open until you declare your allegiance lord i want to be a ceo give me multi-millions and god says i don't have a problem to what degree i say lord i don't like that one when we get to the bridge we'll cross it god say you are joking you are talking to the all-wise god who sees your heart before you start the secret to receiving the investments of the spirit in our lives is total surrender i surrender i surrender i want to know you more i want to know you more i surrender i surrender lord i want to know you I want to know listen lose affinity for things i'm telling you this tonight lose affinity for things let there be nothing in your life that you cannot give god sister if that brother is an idol i vow to you god will take him not because he hates you but his jealousy will fight anything that is not him in your life there is nothing in my life today that i cannot give god nothing money grace if god tells me this is the last koinonia service we will never have koinonia again i love him that much i'm showing you the secrets of grace don't just say there is an emergence not everybody will be featured in that army the hallmark of that army is death death god can give you a cheap today of 20 million and say son sell it and let the money go and in five minutes you have called the dealer come and pick it with joy in your heart and brother may god give you a wife that will not stop you from obeying god there are some there are some sisters sisters let me talk to you if you allow your affinity for things to stop the man that god gives you god comes and says sow this seed and the wife says honey you see but the way this your thing i will leave you and all of a sudden the man says god no i'm this my wife is going to leave me i look forward to a generation where a husband and a wife can take their eyes he can give and they will hold their hands and cry but they'll say i surrender mm. i surrender the way that brother is desperate about marrying you he can't give anything to god he loves you the moment he started asking you out he followed you to koinonia for three weeks the day you said no you never saw him again that's what he will do to you when he marries you 
Because when men want you, they do everything. Rose of Sharon. Right? Lily of the valley. But let me tell you. You must show men the difference between them and the Christ in your life. My father can go. My mother can go. Anything can go for his majesty. I want to know you this is how God brought me to the place of the anointing. I don't know how others are getting their own. But I tell you the anointing will never come to your life until you die. At that point your voice will become like that of the sons of thunder. You will speak and nations will hear. Because you are speaking from the fountain of death. Something has happened to you. The life that I now live. I live by the faith of the son of God. For I am a man under authority. And on the strength of that authority, I can tell sickness, go, and it will go. I can tell the nations, go. It's not just some loss. Um, there is a circumcision happening to you. Church, God is looking for an army. But it's not enough to be available. You must be usable. And part of being usable is to die. I believe that there are, before the end of this year, there are multi-millionaires that will rise from this place. The Lord showed me from the beginning of the year. But this is not just money mongers. Buying cars to say, ah, poverty has whipped me. Now is my time to revenge. If that is your agenda, you are not in the list. I guarantee you. There are strange levels of anointings that will come. But these are men who will stand. And while the nation is applauding them, like Lecrae sang, they will be like a trailing star. And pointing and saying, I'm not ashamed. There is one mightier than I. There is one mightier than I. I'm just a representative. You watch an emergence of this army. They are not just preachers. They are apostolic businessmen. They are apostolic musicians. Ministers with fire and grace. They will arise like an infant of fire. Nothing able to stop them. But the Lord is asking you tonight. As we round up this series of the emergence, do you see yourself as being part of this army? Listen, for some of you, your family's cry and fasting for years is dependent on your commitment. It's not because God has stopped raising Deborahs, it's because many ladies have entered into carnality and flesh. That fire and that passion. It irritates me when I come in the midst of people and you don't hear them talking about God. I know we are human beings. I'm a young man. Come on now. Your passion must transcend the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Takes a passion. If you don't talk about men, will you die? Must it always just be about men? Brother, is it always about women or money? Can't it be Jesus? Can't it be the Christ? Can't it be his agenda? There is too much noise in our soul. There's too much noise of ambition. Because we have been taught that Jesus makes men fail. But he says, seek ye first. Pursue it with your all. I was not looking for ministry. If I was looking for ministry by now, I would have been part of many struggling and insulting others. But I was looking for him. I still am. Pressing with all my heart. Because that which I've seen is only a tip of the iceberg. I know he's more than this. 
And let me tell you, thank God for the lifting. Thank God for the names they call me. But there is one desire that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. This is my bread. This is my cry. I don't pray and say, God, give me tea and bread. At this level, I'm not doing ministry to find food to eat. Let me tell you, I know what the blessing of God is, but it has not changed me. If you want God to use you, you need to suspend some lusts and desires and begin to press him. Are you hearing me? Press for God. It's not you that created marriage. God created it. He can give you a husband and a wife. Oh, look at the motivations that drive us to church. Breakthrough. I must get there. You hold your file. I'm, I'm not against all of that. But I'm just saying it has become an obsession. A man comes and he sits in front hoping that the man of God will see his file. Stand up and say, man of God, this is the business. And the man talking is not poor. He's lost. It's an affinity. May God bring back the days when congregations will come and all they will do is to worship God and say, Lord, reveal your glory. We are that generation that will stand at the gates of prophecy and keep knocking until that door open. May God bring ladies who men will call you uncommon, but your conversations are spiritual. I know you want love. God is not against it. I know you want a husband. The fastest way is to love him. Pour your all like a drink offering and stop killing yourself. Young people now catch hypertension, right? It used to be sickness for old people. But right now, young people, a man of God starts a ministry. In two years, he's having hypertension because he wants 1,000 members. Where did he keep his fire and love for God? We must return that fire. It's all I seek for. I'm not looking for anything. My God is faithful. Listen, there are three serious prayer points we are going to pray. There are some of you standing outside. So many people, I want you to cry. Three quick prayer points and then we'll pray for Nigeria. Hallelujah. You are going to cry and say, Lord, I make up my mind to be part of this emergence. Go ahead and pray. Whatever position you want to take, lift your voice and begin to pray. Please pray from your heart. I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's not about me. It's all about you, Jesus. Yes, it's all about you. It's all about you. Pray from your heart. It's all Let this be a prayer of consecration. It's all about you. It's all about you. Lift your voice and pray. Lord, I consecrate myself unto you. I consecrate myself afresh. I will be part of that army that will present the Christ to the nations. 
I give you my beauty. Take it as a drink offering. I give you my intelligence. Take it as a drink offering. I give you my education. Take it as a drink offering. I give you my financial acumen. Take it as a drink offering. I give you my business. Take it as a drink offering. I give you my ministry, my influence. Creating me a clean heart and purify me. Purify me. Creating me a clean heart so I may worship you. Creating me a clean heart and purify me purify me creating me a clean heart so i may worship you cast me not away from your presence please don't take your spirit from me and restore the joy of salvation so that I may worship you so that I may worship you hallelujah prayer point number two Lord I'm available use me let's pray the old school prayer that fathers pray to get power use me oh God I'm available pray lift your voice in whatever way you want to use me go ahead in the financial realm i'm available are you praying koinonia in education i am available if you want to make me a celebrity to influence men for you i am available use me oh God I pray the prayer of my fathers I pray the prayer that made you use great men and women around the world I pray that prayer use me I vow to give you the glory the nations will see your glory use me for signs for wonders pray make me your treasurer upon the earth it's the emergence of the army it's the awakening of saviors i will contribute my quota i will be faithful i can't do everything but I will play my part. I will play my part. I will play my part to see that the nations submit to the person of Jesus Christ. I will play my part in seeing the fire of revival fall upon Nigeria. I will play my part in preserving the miracle power the power of prophecy 
the apostolic anointing it will not be lost in my time I will go I will go wherever you lead me I will go I will go I will go wherever you lead me just the voices one time lift your voice I will go I will go listen to what you are telling him he will send some of you to nations some of you your assignment is not in Nigeria he will send you if you will go not just as a missionary as a government representative as an apostolic financier as an authority in your field but behind the profession is an agenda we will go we will go hallelujah hallelujah now listen this is a very prophetic moment i would like jimmy to come and sing that song immediately after the meeting i don't know how i think it's available you can get it let this be your song all through please don't go i want to release an anointing of preservation for the election please this is very very important just follow instructions hallelujah it's a prophetic song I want you to listen to the wordings and let it be a ministration for you. Oh, 
sharpen my edges and make me useful for you so that I can be ready to go, say, ready to go. have been blessed by this message. For additional information, you can visit us on Facebook on www.facebook.com slash Koinonia Eternity Network International or follow us on Twitter www.twitter.com slash Koinonia underscore ENI. You can also download our messages on www.forshare.com Parenting Network International, duplicating the fullness of God's life and earth.